Enter now the age of apocalypse, Shiga, with your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America, and we need to defeat apocalypse. All right, Familia, we just saw Thor, Love and Thunder, and we are going to discuss it right now. Our first impressions, spoiler warning, massive all spoilers, all spoilers. Yeah. Don't watch this if you haven't seen it. Turn That's back right. now. Yeah. This episode Lots is going to contain so many spoilers. So hit pause now. Do not listen. You have been warned. To discuss spoilers for Thor: Love and Thunder. Spoilers, 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 and spoilers. More we, spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler we, alert. Spoiler alert. We have three other co-hosts on here. We have Michelle Waffle Tano. Hi. We have Flinkman. Hello. And we don't have a, a mutant name for you, Justin. Like what? Just JT and Shatterstar. Let's call him Justy. <laughs> Justy. Let's call him Justy. Well, now the whole internet's gonna call him Justy. Yeah. I saw a it's comic already... book at the shop and it said Justy on it. And I was just like, oh my God, that is the best nickname ever. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to use it now. So now it's Justy. Yeah. Everyone else knows me as JT. That's only from Instagram, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we know they only know you from Instagram is when they call him JT. And I'm like, who's JT? I, I mean, mean, I, I, I may call you or may not have called him JT. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we call you JT. But right? I mean, I haven't, technically, I haven't, like, met oh. you, met you yet. But that's coming up very soon. Yeah, Two it's weeks. coming yeah. up. Coming it's up coming soon. up. San Diego. We're going to rage. This crew is going to go yeah. crazy. We're going to hit up Hasbro. We're going to hit up Marvel. We're going to hit up our own panels. Like, it's going to be bonkers. We're going to have fun. Happy hour. So, again, guys... Final spoiler warning. Three, two, one. We're going to discuss spoilers. Totally called it. Natalie Portman had cancer in it. And that's why she returned to the MCU because Kevin Feige was like, Natalie Portman, I know your husband said some nasty shit about superhero movies, but we are going to give you a thespian worthy role here. And she's like, yes, cancer. And by becoming a hero, it's killing me. Yes. And I will die in his arms before eternity yes give it to me i could see that in her eyes i mean we knew that she wasn't gonna come back just for like another love interest role and i didn't expect that she you know this is this is obviously derived from the the jason aaron uh run of 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 thor comics so it's that wasn't totally out of of left field obviously but I, I, I'm glad they went there. I'm glad they took it as, as, as seriously as, as they did. And she did such a good job with it. I didn't really like how they kind of fast forwarded through the relationship part. It, it just felt really like weird. Like, oh, so you don't see each other a lot. Like you guys are going to break up because of that. It felt, it felt kind of forced. Like they were searching for a reason to have them break up because they never really addressed it. Right. I think it would have been better if they just like blipped her away. Oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. I was waiting for that. I was waiting of all the times they bring up the blip and Thanos. I was like, why don't they talk about it here? Hey, it's been eight years. You know what happened since last time I saw you half the universe died. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But I kind of like the idea that she wasn't blipped. I feel like that would have been the easy way out rather than, I mean, I know they fast forwarded through it, but like it gave her a chance to become more accomplished and become more renowned in her field. And I don't, I don't know. I feel like like, listen, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not strongly advocating for, for the Thor, you know, Jane relationship in this movie, but I thought given the, how abruptly it, it ended and how kind of swept under the rug, the whole thing, it, 
has been by the MCU, I wasn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I'm not going to stand it either. I don't think anybody prior to this was anybody really standing Jane and Thor anyway. This movie I started standing 75% of this. Yeah, I, I liked them together. I mean, who else is he going to be with? Well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, he's got to have Natalie Portman. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they're great together. I just, I don't know. I just felt like they could have maybe addressed all this like off camera, how they did before. I think, what was it? Thor Ragnarok where, or no, it wasn't even Thor Ragnarok. It was um, another one where he was, he was notified that Jane was safe from some kind of Avengers type. Yeah. The first Avenger. Yeah. But yeah, at that point, I feel like, like they were she's safe. Yeah. I think they were like broken up by then though. Right. Wasn't it? I think it was age of, Age of Ultron that okay. or first mentioned that they broke up, right? Is that where he was all weepy over so, her? <laughs> I do have to say she was blipped because remember when they first meet each other and she goes, how long has it been? Three and a half years? And he goes, no, it's been eight and a half years. That doesn't mean she's blipped though. That's because to means, her, it was she's years. like, she's like, oh, like how long has it like, been? Like no time has passed for her. Yeah. No time has passed because yeah. it was five years. Oh, we'll see. Or oh, wait, no. So like, okay. I, I agree on that. That that's been a debate online. I think it's left nebulous in the movie. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. but I think that is a legit point, which is that is yeah. a fair point that I yeah. didn't probably. Consider. She's like, no, nah, it's only been a couple of years, and Thor's like, uh, no, you. It's been. He's eight very years. exact. He's yeah. like, it's been like seven Lord years, months, and <laughs> so many days. But that goes to my point, which is of all the times to mention the blip, there have been times they shoehorn the blip into mm-hmm. conversations. And I'm like, can we just move past Thanos? I feel like a little clarity here. Because again, these are two characters reuniting since presumably Age of Alt- before Age of Ultron. I don't think it's wrong for them to just be like, hey, yeah, that was pretty fucked up. What happened with Thanos? Hey, thank you so much for Thanos. You know, like saving the world. <laughs> because she yeah. smacks Loki in in thor 2 and she's like this is for new york so i kind of like that continuity i don't know i don't know i mean they did reference the fact that thor cut off thanos's head just not with jane i don't know i'm kind of ready to move past the infinity saga you know that's so that's so the last era that's probably why they didn't bring it up yeah maybe alluded to it yeah wait jt what did you think of jane foster in general here Let's get your soundbite. I loved it. I thought it was a great, a great in, uh, bring her, bringing her back from uh, and including the storyline from the comics. I love the way they did it. I knew oh. I had a feeling from the beginning she wasn't going to make it through the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think that that part of that is like you mentioned it, it, it being ripped from from the comics. I think it was really faithful to the spirit of that, even just from the beginning. And so like, you know, I, I, I knew it was kind of going to be a one movie thing with her as Thor. It just, I kind of felt that going in, they didn't, you know, have her wear the mantle too long in the comics. I just, I could kind of tell, I could feel it. I, I'm just so upset because I feel what it was. Natalie Portman was like, I'm only going to sign one contract. And like, you know, because I don't think we got enough time. I agree with you, Michelle. We did not get enough time with her. I thought she kicked ass as Thor. I, I loved her as oh, Thor. Yeah. Yeah. I could see her helming a new Thor franchise while still having Chris Hemsworth doing whatever Chris Hemsworth wants to do. But I'm going to disagree a little bit here. I think they did lay a lot of breadcrumbs for her to return as Valkyrie. Which yes, is certainly yes, that's, like, that is what I thought at the end. I was like, yeah, oh my God. She's Thor is Thor is dead. Mighty Thor is gone. But Jane Foster Valkyrie yeah, they is, set that up perfectly. Yeah. So yeah, she can absolutely. come in and do like cameos or if she doesn't want to commit to a whole thing because I mean, I feel like they wouldn't have brought back Sif either for just she was only in the movie for maybe like 10 minutes. If that. Yeah, if, if that. that. <laughs> no. And like I, 10 seconds. Poor and Sif. she was third build, by the way, and the in the end credits. Which is really strange. So I think they're going to set something up for the Valkyries because I don't even think that King Valkyrie got that much of a story either because they were, you know, advertising this as love and thunder. 
Yeah. And they talked about her past a little bit. So I really think they're going to lean into some kind of like Valkyrie theme going forward with King Valkyrie, Sif, and Jane Foster Valkyrie. Maybe I some mean, other ones too. Maybe. Bring in Angela. That's all. Yeah. If, if we're talking, if we're going to have an Asgardian ladies team up, I am going, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to insist on Angela. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> yes. So for folks at home, Tessa Thompson has been talking about Valkyrie, King Valkyrie needing a queen. There is no queen. There is no queen in this movie. It's not even alluded to. We don't even get a dating sequence. We do get her kissing like one of the maidens, which I love. And we do hear her her past relationship. But there is no queen here. Okay. What about King Valkyrie and Sif? Like, are we feeling like maybe, maybe there could be something? I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, Angela could certainly fill that role. I mean, she is LGBTQ in the comic. So I'm just going to circle back to all the reasons that we need to introduce (laughs) Angela. But okay, so I have to tell you, I I don't follow a lot of of press and reviews and spoilery things uh, in advance of these these movies. I like to go in as surprised as possible. But I did see uh, just a little soundbite from from Natalie Portman saying that this was I think she said the the gayest Marvel movie so far. So I have to tell you, there is a even Justin's like no, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, which is disappointing. Uh, but I have to tell you, I did spend a little bit of of the first half of the movie being like, I kind of hope Valkyrie and Jane are like, mm, no, she's not into you anymore. She's into me. Like I, I kind of was hoping that that was going to go that direction, but obviously. It was never going to. That's just my little my little fan fiction for them. There was one point when Natalie Portman was like freaking out in the bathroom. I thought it could have been a good point to introduce something like that. But yes. um, yeah, you could tell they had a closer relationship. Than- they yeah. were comparing weapons and like that. Yeah, would that, that was- that's like a metaphor in itself. You know, like what you working with, girl? Like mm, I got this. Okay, so I didn't just, I wasn't just projecting. There was a little bit of an, that no. scene specifically is the right. one that I was talking about. I was like, oh, is this? Oh, right. no, it's not. Right. No, I think Tessa Thompson and Natalie Portman had excellent chemistry. I yes. mean, they were just pulsating. There were sparks on oh, yeah. screen when they were together. I'm, I'm glad the relationship was how it was because it just made me really happy. And I do, I, listen, I stan Jane and Thor together. I do like that sure. relationship. I listen, this is what pissed me off. This is where I was checked out of the movie is when they go to eternity, which again, I did not know any spoilers going into this either. I was genuinely surprised that we got eternity. I was so happy, but like, you're going to make it all the way to eternity. And like, you're not even going to attempt to save Jane. Like that was the only part I was like, ah, cause I want her back as Thor. And listen, I get it true to life. You can't cure stage four cancer, but at the same time, you're at the gates of at, at eternity. You know, if, if you were going to do, if you're going to resurrect a dead character from earlier in the movie, why not prolong Natalie Portman? But I get it. It's I'm sure it's a contract thing. I don't That's think you got a wish though. Yeah. Like, I think that was I think the thing. Thor was the only one who I he think, opened the gate. Yeah. Whoever opens the gate gets the wish. So Thor oh, wasn't eligible. Yeah. He was ineligible. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sucks. I do that really sucks. <laughs> that really sucks to get all the way there. Just like, mm, sorry, you don't have a ticket. Sorry, I beat that's you. Why, that's why he was telling Gore, like, you know, if he was saying, like, if I had a wish, mm-hmm. I would wish for love. Okay. Because he he was not able to save Jane in that moment. Like he knew that Jane was dying. So he was telling Gore, like, you know you can wish for all the gods to die or you can wish for, for love. But and Gore couldn't just be like, Hey, I wish love for me and Thor. And then <laughs> like, what an asshole. Maybe Christian like Bale. there's no and clause. It's fair. You get one. It's fair. Listen, you guys, you guys, you guys convinced me. Listen, fair, <laughs> fair. I'm there like being like, you're there at eternity. Just go appeal to him. Yeah. I mean, I do have to say, like, one, I, I did make, like, a quick list of, of, of pros to remind myself of what I enjoyed about this movie. Um, 
And I do have to say Eternity was one of the things that I really liked. I thought how they, how they pulled it off. It looked beautiful. It was super true to Steve Ditko's like original design from Dr. Strange. So I, I loved, I loved how they presented Eternity when they first alluded to it. I wasn't super sure how they were going to, if they were going to do it justice, like the whole concept, but I, I, I approve. They did a good job. Yeah, I agree. I loved Eternity. I I'm excited for Marvel Cosmic. We saw some of the um, oh my god, wait, Celestials. Celestials. There we go. We yeah. saw the Celestials there with that Zeus. Was fun. That was fun. I was like, ooh, Judgment Day. I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited for Cosmic Marvel. I'm glad they leaned into it. I mean, like. Listen, I, this is going to be just off the cuff. I, I thought the graphics for Eternity felt a little flat, but that's not to say that I didn't think it was beautiful. It's not to say that I wasn't excited. Maybe I just wanted him to move a little bit or do something. I was just so excited. I didn't think they were going to do Eternity. Like, I, I knew they talked about him. They obviously had him drawn out there. I was like, oh, man, it's not going to happen. It's not. And then it happened. And I was just so happy. But yeah. if I have to, if I have some distance on it now, I wish I would have gotten a little bit more, but that's just me being greedy and irrational. And I feel like I acknowledge that. Two things you are, those two traits are so unlike you. <laughs> okay. But do you know who the real star of the show was? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. As Ella. No, it was the goats. <laughs> okay. The goats were hysterical. Okay. Melissa McCarthy and the goats. <laughs> it was so funny because my mom came with us to the premiere and she had no idea like who anybody was. Like even her cosplay, we're like, mom, like just be hella. It's easy. Like you'll like her. She's a baddie. And then in she didn't finish Thor Ragnarok before we went to see it. And so on the screen, she was like, oh, it's me. Like, she's like, oh. <laughs> That's not really you. I know. I was like, <laughs> not really, but of. definitely. But it was a nice little introduction for the audience too to kind of get caught up if you hadn't seen Ragnarok. And it's just, it's funny when all the actors come out to portray these. They got some good cameos on yeah. this. I mean, obviously Matt Damon and Luke Hemsworth return as Thor and, and Loki. And then we get Sam Neill coming off of Jurassic World Dominion mm-hmm. as well as, um, as Odin in that play and then you get melissa mccarthy who obviously is coming for i love how you didn't know that one <laughs> i'm like that like blows my mind i was like who the fuck is that he looks so familiar but i know I, mean, I couldn't quite place it it took me a minute there and i only knew it because we saw jurassic world dominion a couple of weeks I am ago so like he's in my blow my husband's mind with that he loves the original jurassic park justin what did you think of that little play vignette that was happening that was a cool little like interlude i don't know what you want to call it it's just like a, a cool little skit just a intro from the previous thors yeah because i forgot what happened too yeah. like <laughs> oh, it was nice <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to remember all of these movies right. at this point yeah there's a lot that's happened in the mcu so i think those little like nuggets to remind us of what's happening is really helpful and you know for people who haven't seen some of the previous movies or maybe skipped over them it's just it's nice to see it like connect even if it is poking fun at it well yeah, thor's yeah. been in the mcu for what oh 12 years is it 12 mm-hmm. yeah at yeah. least 2010 2011 maybe i don't time what is time uh, yeah it was 2011 i think yeah he's the only single character to have four movies when i heard it's true well and hopefully a fifth because yeah. I mean, they did say Thor will return. Thor will at that return. Yeah. So, Who I'm knows ex- where? Well, probably Guardian, the next Guardians for sure. I would assume he's gonna because I think that's gonna be set in between these. Yeah. If I didn't misunderstand, because he's knows? in space still with with his daughter now. I okay. Hate, I hated that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. That's okay. on my list. Can I ask a question? Because I've I only read A Force when it was happening during Secret Wars, but when they showed that reflection in the water where she was kind of like imbued with eternity, is she supposed to be singularity from A Force? Oh, I didn't get I did not get because she had like that. the side hair and like mm-hmm. like and like the cosmo in her and her eyes. Maybe, maybe is this an actual character from the comics? That's what I don't know. I, I don't think they've made that clear. I yeah. don't know that any of those children are actual characters from the comics. And like 
here's where I'm going to get myself in trouble. Uh, <laughs> Cause this is going to sound horrible. Go for it. But like, I don't like children. So like betting the whole climax on them and Thor now being saddled with a child at the end of this movie, like both of those things, like that was when I was like, Oh, okay. Like that. I was like super into the movie, like right up until it became like the children's show. Like I just, I'm not the audience for that there. And I don't know who the, all these kids are and like, as visually cool and uh, like appropriately silly for, you know, Taika as it was like, I'm just like, this is the climax. This is what we're doing. I don't know. I don't like children. That's. Well, maybe, okay. Maybe they'll age her up a little bit in the next one. And perhaps they are thinking of putting her on the new Avengers. Like I know she's not like a, an actual character and there isn't really like a, a Thor-esque new avengers that's, that's kind of what i was thinking her and morgan are going to start morgan stark are going to start a new team like <laughs> yeah, it's it, going to be it, avengers 2099 i think they're trying to prep everybody for new avengers <laughs> and you know the other the other older avengers are kind of you know aging out or like they don't want to ruin their contract so this is a way for like the thor because i mean thor will return maybe it's going to be her like who knows I don't um, want that. But oh. maybe you won't hate it. Maybe they'll age her up like they did um, uh, Ant-Man's daughter, Cassie. Listen, if they're losing Chris Hemsworth, give me Better Ray Bill. Give me, give me Horse Thor, okay? I, like, I, I would rather it be... we were going to get Better Ray Bill, by the way. Like, I, I Where's was he hoping. at? I don't know. I thought I, we were going to get... Okay, look. I thought we were going to get Beta Ray. I thought we were going to maybe get uh, more of the Enchantress since it's Love and Thunder. I'm really offended on your behalf that we did not get the Enchantress, like proper Enchantress. I know we have Sylvie, who's like I a was going to say, I was like, it's not really the Enchantress though. She's like a Thor copy. She's like Lady Loki, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Lady Sylvie Loki. and Amora, I believe, are two different characters. They just both go by the Enchantress. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I wanted a proper Enchantress. I I wanted Beta Ray Bill. I heard that everyone was like, oh, just wait till the end of the movie. It's going to set up Thor 5. And I thought it was going to be Harold Thor and we were going to get Galactus. I was I was ready for that level to go there. I'm crazy. We're not getting Galactus before we get the FF. I mean, we did get Mr. Fantastic, but they're not. If they planted that seed, Fantastic. (laughs) We did. We did. We we didn't get the Fantastic Four. We're going to have the Fantastic Three. (laughs) I was going to say that. (laughs) Which is fine. Which is fine. You know, you know, when, when Reed was dead in the comics, that's when we got Sue and my favorite costume of hers. That's when we got totally inappropriate. Oh, with the boob window four? Oh, Malice. With the boob window four. Like, give me boob. Like, if Sue Storm Richards enters the, the, the MCU with a four boob window, I will be so happy but we're getting off track here am i the only one that hates kids am i the only one that hates no it? i'm right there with you the thing that happened to me in the during that act i just thought like oh okay we're gonna circle on you justin i just thought like oh they're trying to make this appealing for kids i was like this is so annoying just get out of here like that's it um but justin what are your thoughts and tell us on what kids or uh, on the kids? <laughs> Do you hate act. children? <laughs> Let's be very clear. We don't hate children. We just hate Asgardian children. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like no, more, no. <laughs> <laughs> I all actually, children. I was like when Eternity's head fell there. I actually did think they killed all the children. Like for a split second, I was like, oh. In that second, I was like, oh, damn. Sacrifices. This movie just got dark because they were talking about eating children earlier on. Listen, is is a child army? Is Thor putting dozens of children's lives at risk? Like, is that not kind of dark in and of itself? I think, I don't know, that was kind of cool how he powered up all the kids. And like that one girl had like a teddy bear or something. And it was like, in, it had like the thunder and she was just like swinging it and like whacking everybody. Listen, it was kind of cute when they all had powers. I thought it was cute. No doubt on how adorable it was. But I was just like, okay, I'm going to go up against a god killer. Instead of betting my life and Jane's life and Valkyrie's life and so many other people on these children, maybe I call in the Guardians. Maybe I call in Captain Marvel. Where's Carol? I 
He could have paged Where her. Where you at, Carol? Carol, come on. Nick Fury, like, is paging you. Like, you Nick can answer Fury. Thor's. Like, it I did take I just, a long time to answer that page, though. I mean, yeah, you're right. She did. Thor <laughs> she was like, like, oh, this girl, she takes too long. We're gonna be I dead. know. <laughs> I just, like, I, I don't, that was my only thing. But Justin, I'm sorry, we cut you off. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. I thought it was, I didn't have any specific thought to the kids. I just thought it was a, a cool little thing at the end when they all got the powers and started. Uh, beating like, up all the aliens but yeah, i mean it's it. not that it wasn't cool <laughs> it looked cool it was fun yeah it was i'm fun. just i don't know don't pin the climax on a, on a group of kids i'm a hater it what can i say them like weak little hostages you know what i mean it empowered them like Thor was like listen y'all gonna get these this power up and just like go nuts okay and they did because most of the time when you're like the person that gets captured you need saving and thor was like y'all gonna save yourselves here like here's some powers go nuts when he's here like you're temporary gonna get these powers I like yeah <laughs> that, that was cute listen i i thought the messaging though very beautiful which is like these kids were captured they were scared but they actually have power within them or given to them to yeah. take a hold of the situation and confront the scary demons i thought that is a cute message for a movie that is a blockbuster movie that does need to appeal to kids. And if you're going to do it, at least it's a given the current climate that we find ourselves in. I'm glad that they're showing that children, you do have strength in you in scary situations. And I think that is a beautiful thing to teach children, but that's it. Other than that, I was like, can they just go away? Just go back in that cage, you know, <laughs> go with the goats. Oh, the goats. The goats. Oh, stole what the was show. it? Tooth grinder and, uh, I can't, I can't remember are. the other one. Tooth I don't. I don't know their names. I have no idea. I wasn't. Oh paying. I just remember Tooth Grinder. <laughs> but those goats. Oh my god, they were the real MVP. Speaking of MVPs, we got Doctor Darcy Lewis in here for a split second when Jane was receiving her chemo, right, and she is the right. only person who knows at that point in the story that Jane has stage four cancer. I thought I love Doctor. Lewis, I mean, since WandaVision, she has been a beacon. So I was very happy to see her. And then we got the Jane without her. You can't do Jane without her. But um, what was the name of the guy? He was taken over by Loki. He's part of Elvig. There we go. He was in there, too. He delivered the bad news that her cancer via was Zoom. Just, yeah, via oh. <laughs> help post-pandemic. Sorry, Jane, you're dying. <laughs> There's no hope. There's no hope for you. Mm, so sad. I and Natalie Portman looked very, you know, withered away. I I really liked how they handled it. I thought those scenes were very powerful. Obviously, it was very sad to see because we all know people who've had cancer and it's just devastating. But who else did we have? Can- the Guardians. What did everyone think of the Guardians? Business as usual. I, it's always a pleasure to see the Guardians. Yeah, yeah I love Nebula. How she's just like very. Oh. you know business only and if people are like fucking up or lollygagging or whatever she's like let's go let's do it she is top three mcu characters for me at this oh, point shit. she does not fuck around i adore nebula mm-hmm. i love nebula i loved mantis in that scene when she did the goat <laughs> mimicking ah! I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was super <laughs> cute yeah I loved her. I have no complaints about the Guardians. Again, I would have called on the Guardians at the end, but I get it. You know, I can look at it and be like, they just didn't have, you know, they didn't have them for for the actors for the end. But I thought in general, like the Guardians were used fine. I didn't expect them to be in it even more than they were. I thought it was just going to be a quick opening scene and they'll be gone. I'm glad they had at least two or three scenes. Like it was nice. So you won't be disappointed. I, I saw some people saying they were disappointed, but if you go in knowing that they are not the stars of the movie, yeah, you will yeah. be pleasantly surprised that they are in it. Yeah, they got adequate screen time, I thought. So I think those were the big spoilers before we talk about the end credit scenes. I mean, Jane Foster, you know, she has cancer. She does die in the end. And, you know, Gore brings back. Oh, we haven't talked about Gore and Christian Bale. Oh, I mean... <laughs> He's he's committed to this role. He I was just have acting to his face off for sure, but like it almost for as consequential as his actions were, he almost felt 
like an inconsequential character to me. Like he, we knew his motivations, but beyond that, like that's all he was, was his motivations for doing evil shit. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think he was that compelling. I disagree. I disagree. I think this is what Wanda's story should have been in Doctor Strange. All he, comes back to Wanda. He, it all comes back to Wanda. He lost his daughter. He was, I felt for him in that opening scene where he goes up yeah. to that god and that god's like, ha, 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 ha. And like, the I'll sword. I'll replace you. And he's like, but my, I lost my daughter. Yeah. To get to you. And here you are like making fun of me and not caring. Yeah. Yeah. I got <laughs> so angry for him. I his guess. art, yeah, it's an. I like I said, I understood his motivations yeah. and like that, but that was, I mean, that was it. Like that was all that was explained about Gore. Like he was a very one-dimensional. His arc was dimensional, but he was a very one-dimensional character. I I thought. I was like, they probably didn't have enough time in the movie. I feel like that is how it goes for a lot of villains. Is they get one movie, so you have to like kind of speed things up. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure there was like so much more, especially from the comics. Like there was so much more to pull from. And like they didn't even go into the history of the sword and you know what it does to somebody who really possesses it. They just like, oh, you know, it like you die from using it. Yeah. Right. Like that's kind of what I'm saying. Like I would have expected maybe a little bit more history on the sword, maybe had like I mean, even even Jon Snow in, in the Eternals movie got two seconds of a, a sword talking to him. If it's this, you know, and, you know, if this sword is similar, if it corrupts its user and like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was I thought the art, his arc was very flat. Like why he if he's like his most interesting scenes was him kind of like with him taunting the children and like that scene felt out of place with like the other scenes like, with the character why would you know what i mean that to the that, kids when his own daughter like perish you know you you would think oh, that's that a really more, good point he'd have more compassion mm-hmm. for them and like be like you know children like you know don't worry like this isn't about you it's about like your your parents and like your false gods maybe trying to convert them to his ideologies versus like making fun of them and scaring them. That was kind of weird to me. All I thought was maggot when he ripped out that, that like whatever it was called and showed that, but I agree Michelle, that's a really valid point. Like, yeah. Why would he have scared children when he is feeling the pain of his daughter's death? I mean, like I liked it. I liked that he went all the way to eternity to bring her back. I was, I, I would have thought like, Oh, I'm dead. You know, if she's dead, eternity exists. Let me join her in the afterlife or something like that. Like I feel avenged or whatever, but like, it's fine. I listen, I thought he had Wanda's story. It all goes back to Wanda. I think it was handled better than Wanda is all I'm going to say. But I really, I, I think Christian Bale had his Batman voice at times. I was going to say, I was going to yeah, say the Batman bat- voice did slip out and it, it did. It took me out of it immediately. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. He took me out. There, there was one moment, I forgot what it was, but he went full on Batman. And then another point where I guess his natural, like Christian Bale voice just came out. His Jason Bateman voice. Yeah. Is it just came out. I was like, okay, we're going there. We're going there. But I liked him as I, I felt for his character. So yeah. I, I, I liked him. I wish they would have kept him around, but I think they've been doing that a lot with the villains in the latest MCU movies. They're kind of giving them that, 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 uh, what's it, an emotional connection to people and then make you ha- feel for their, their plight. Their, yeah. Yeah. But then they can't give them too much of a story because they're one off villains for the movie. Yeah. Unless they're going to create like a, a long lasting villain like Thanos yeah. kind of uh, they got to make him almost forgettable, but not really. Mm-hmm. You can't, can't like him too attached. You can't like him yeah. too much. Yeah. You don't want to keep him around. Gotta- I just, I wish they would. I, I mean, like they, these are interesting characters. Like I understand Thanos dying, but like it's becoming a reoccurring problem in the MCU that they're just killing off the villains. I mean, we saw it with uh, Icarus. Icarus. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yeah. Do you want to see redemption? Is that what it is? Like you want to see a, a character redeemed? Yeah, I'm okay with an anti. I think in the case of Richard Madden as Icarus, I'm okay with a anti-hero approach. He's you gonna know? come back. 
Yeah, nobody know. not dead. Come on. <laughs> nobody now. not dead, but yeah. <laughs> well, eternals are here. Yeah, eternals are forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 90% of the movie, 75 to 90% of the movie, I enjoyed it. I didn't like the ending. I didn't think the ending stuck for reasons we we discussed. But what did make me like the movie immensely more were the after credit scene. And we finally have Hercules in the MCU as played by hold up i had him oh, yeah. i had the name I saw him at the premiere and like yeah, we, we didn't know who he was yeah we didn't know who he was and as soon as we saw that credit we're like oh my god yeah. that's hercules <laughs> oh okay his name is brett goldstein okay so brett goldstein was hercules he looked great <laughs> i was excited for him yes what did you guys think I mean, big furry tits and strappy sandals. What else do you need? Yeah, I just immediately thought of Jason Nerdler. Like, I was like, this is like the perfect cosplay for him. Like, I don't know why. Oh, I know. I thought of Daryl from X Factor. Oh, yeah. Because he loves Hercules so much. So he's going to be really happy. But I'm just like... We already got Harry Styles at the end of Eternals as Star Fox. Like you're throwing too much at, listen, I'm I'm sure they can, but we have so many plots, which we will discuss in another episode. I think there's too many plots and too many characters being thrown out there. I do. I agree. Part of me wishes they would just focus. I, that's not to say that this didn't make me excited. I thought this was fantastic. It's well done. Very well done. But I'm like, is there room at the table for him right now? Like, is he, I'm sorry, is he getting a Disney Plus show now? You Probably. Know? Or he could be in the next Thor movie. Yeah, he, oh, could, yeah. he could, could be, be an antagonist yeah. in the next Thor movie. Like, who knows? I mean, if, okay, here, maybe what happens is, you know, New Asgard is going to go to war with the gods because they stole Zeus, Zeus's lightning and, like, made him look a fool. And King Valkyrie is going to be like, let's get the Valkyries back together to battle them, you know, so we can get Sif, we can get King Valkyrie, we can get Angela, we can get, what's the other one? Like, Bru- Bru- yeah, Jane Brunhild. Valkyrie could come back. Like, maybe that's like the whole thing is like, we got to get Jane, like, she could be seeing this and is like, I have to get back and help them. So, like, her journey, like, back to new asgard reborn as a valkyrie like i'm here for it i mean let me let me be very clear i'm here for it because that's obviously the real like end credit scene after the credits is was it was um jane foster arriving at valhalla and you know sort of leaving it open will she become a valkyrie i'm sure it just depends on like negotiations yeah with natalie portman maybe she'll cameo like a battle or something she'll come out for a moment should be yeah. like I'm back, but I gotta. I can't stay. I can't, I can't stay. stay. I'm a. I'm a force ghost, Anakin. Force yeah. Ghost. <laughs> I. I'm happy with it. Listen, I that that saved it for me because I really, you know, to wrap sort of my initial thoughts out here. I really did like Natalie Portman in this movie. I think mm-hmm. she brought, I think, I think she did what Natalie Portman does best, which is she acted. I think those cancer scenes were very powerful. I think she and Chris Hemsworth have adorable chemistry. I think a large part is also that Chris Hemsworth really is kind of a himbo and she's Dr. Jane Foster. And there's sort of this odd couple, yeah. but like that scene where they're like that going into battle, like her pinky grabbing his hand, I thought was super cute. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I love Jane. The look was great. Exploding Yonir was great. Uh, her arc was was fantastic. I, I like I said earlier, you know, it was faithful to the to the spirit of of the Jason Aaron run without being like an actual retelling of it. Um, I oh, I do also want to say like something that was really high on my list of things that I loved were the various Thor looks that we got. Uh, the Walt yeah. Simonson armor was obviously incredible. And I thought his Ravagers look was like as close as we're ever going to get to Thunderstrike in the MCU. And Agreed. Like, Thunderstrike was Thor when I first started reading comics in the early 90s. So like anytime we get Thor in a vest instead of a cape, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. So I thought the looks of both Thors and, and King Valkyrie was all of it. All of, all of the looks of our heroes were, were incredible. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Were on point. 
Yeah, and I like the vibe. I love the direction. Obviously, Taguatiti knew what he was doing. It all looked really great. It was a visually beautiful movie for me. So final thoughts, everyone. And give your ranking on a scale of 1 to 10. And Justin, let's kick off with you. I liked it. I liked pretty much everything about it. There was a few like questionable scenes, but uh, I'd definitely give it, I'd say, 8. Okay, okay. Flink? I'm going to give it like a six and a half. I liked, I liked it overall. Um, but I do think there were, there were things that I didn't like. I didn't think that the, that I, I'm not excited outside of, you know, the post-credit scenes. I'm not excited where this movie left Thor himself. I'm not really clamoring for like what's coming next with, with him. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, just the teeniest, tiniest bit, the MCU stands are going to come for me for, for sure. But I do feel like Marvel movie fatigue is starting to seep in with me just a little bit. I was thinking that too. Marvel content. I wouldn't say movie. I would just say Marvel content. I'm like, I'm not even done with Ms. Marvel yet. Oh, well, see, I'm loving Ms. Marvel. I love Ms. Marvel. That's a whole nother episode. I I think I love Ms. Marvel, Marvel but. I'm also Incredible. feeling Miss Marvel right now. And I, oh, now I just did Thor and I just did Moon Knight and now I have She-Hulk coming up. I am feeling a little, I'm, I, I, I don't disagree about the fatigue. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we all know. Michelle's <laughs> like, I can take a lot more. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I, 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 I think we know what the cure for, for Marvel fatigue is, Marvel movie fatigue is, and that, that is the X-Men. We need the X-Men and we need them stat. Fair. Michelle, your thoughts. Well, just to kind of round out the Marvel fatigue statement, I feel like things did get backed up a little bit with COVID. So a lot of things got pushed and it is kind of crammed. It's, it's a lot because I mean, like we go to the premieres and like we have a premiere every month and I'm just like, I can't, I can't do this many cosplays. So it is, a it's a lot, but it, we didn't have anything for a long time. That's yeah. fair. I think they're trying to play catch up and they want to make sure that they, they give us everything that we're supposed to see like in order. So they're kind of cramming a lot in, but it's necessary with the stories that they're telling. I agree. That's fair. That is a fair comment. And I really liked all of the badass babes like i know we're not in love with love but she's still a female and to have her team up with thor and like take on baddies and save worlds like that's that's pretty badass for like a young like female superhero in training i i want to give the shout out to this movie for doing things right because they had a boy uh, a person of color boy who was the helm of what was going on with the kids and at the end we have a little girl kicking ass and that Mm -hmm. matters so much for these Mm -hmm. kids i mean we're just jaded adult nerds talking about it (laughs) but those kids who are going to be in the theater watching this they're going to see themselves in there and i'm very proud of that fact i even felt proud when Valkyrie was talking about her past relationships. And I was like, and no one, I, I remember watching a movie. Oh God, what was it? It chapter two. And they were talking about, um, you, there was the opening scene with the gay bashing and the, the couple kiss and people in the theater went, ew. And it felt so awkward for, and I'm in New York city. I yeah. felt so upset. No one batted an eye here with Valkyrie. In fact, when she got stabbed, she's okay. Everyone went, oh, <gasps> Like yeah. that, like it was an audible yeah. gas. And, and so I was so proud of her. Borg. Yeah, the two dads. The, the two dads. Like yeah. that's that's how they make more of them. Like big yeah. two dads get together. <laughs> and I mean, like that daddy was a daddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Rock daddy with his rock daddy mustache. Rock yeah. daddy. Yeah. Like that was cute. And maybe, maybe that's what Natalie Portman was trying to say. Like, this is the gayest Marvel movie because of those kinds of representations. I mean, you know, we, they kind of alluded to King Valkyrie and um, Jane Foster Thor, maybe having some kind of connection. We know what King Valkyrie prefers and then having Korg and his like partner, like showing how they make rock babies like that. That's, that's cute. You know, like that's, that's, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I give this movie an eight, by the way. I don't think I said what my rating was, but I liked the representation. I liked the strong females. 
Um, it was funny. Soundtrack was great. I love where they're setting things up to go. So I'm intrigued and invested. So I, my, my opinion is somewhere in the middle here. I, I love the style of the movie. I loved King Valkyrie. I loved Mighty Thor. I love Thor proper. I, I thought the movie was really fun. 90% of the movie I absolutely loved. I remember thinking as I was watching this, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to give this like a 9.5 out of 10. It really did bug me that Natalie Portman as Thor is not returning for another movie. I felt a little unsatisfied with that. I felt unsatisfied that King Valkyrie was tabled for the third act. Mm-hmm. I get it. You have to give you know time for the cancer storyline and that romance, so that's fine. But um, I'm going to give it an 8.2. How about that? And I I, I enjoyed it. I don't know. Here's the thing. I was talking about this with Jeff on our walkover. I don't know if it's in my top 10 MCU movies, but it's not in my low 10 movies, like my worst 10 movies of the MCU. So it's in the middle. For I would compare how I felt about Black Widow, where I just didn't think the third act stuck the landing for me. But... I, I enjoyed it. I, I I had so much fun like watching it. Yeah. Like, that's like that that that's my thing is I don't take these movies all that seriously. So like my general perspective on this is oh, that's another satisfying Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> even though I I have thing I walk away with little things to criticize here here and there. I I enjoyed this movie. I laughed where I was meant to laugh. I enjoyed watching it. 6.5 is maybe a little low. I might I might round that up to seven, but oh. it, it, okay. Okay. It just, you know, it, it wasn't my Be favorite. Savage BB. It wasn't my it wasn't the worst. Well, it wasn't the worst Thor movie. No. Oh, definitely agreed. not. Yeah. Definitely not. I don't think it was good as as good as Ragnarok. No. But it was not as bad as Dark World. Or the first one. I didn't dislike the first one. For the record, I did not dislike the first one. At and all. and Dark World is again is a is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous film. So like even even Dark World has its merit. So like on a scale of like Marvel movies, like I enjoy them all. Like I don't think there's one that I would even say that I flat out just like don't like in any capacity. Yeah. So that's yeah. the kind of scale I'm grading. Multiverse of Madness. I'm sorry. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry, crazy one to say. Justin, where can the folks at home find you? I am JT underscore Otero on Instagram, and I just started Twitter. Oh, oh no. Good luck. Underscore, yeah, I know. I still haven't figured it out yet. I think I have one retweet, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's JT underscore Otero 79. All right. And Flink, where can the folks at home find you? Y'all can find me at Flinkman and recurring host here with Power of X-Men and uh, going to get into some San Diego shenanigans with you guys soon. That I'm really looking forward to. Mm, speaking of San Diego, Michelle, what do we have to talk about? Well, we have a few San Diego things happening. We have, first off, our 30th, our X-Men, thir- X-Men, the animated series 30th anniversary panel happening uh, on Saturday. I believe we're allowed to say like what day it is. Yeah, it's Saturday at one. We can't reveal the location just yet. Yeah, can't reveal the location, but we can reveal that we do have producer Larry Houston, writers Eric and Julia Leewald, uh, storyboard artist Dan Wiesenmeyer, and rogue herself lenore zan yes i love hey sugar hey sugar and kenny whose flink's husband has actually designed the banner for her that she's gonna have at her booth he's been working really really hard on it it looks so good she has been a delight for him to to work with he's never done actually anything like this before so he's really he's really turned it for her and i'm excited for you all and her to see it so we're also doing a happy hour with her on friday at whiskey girl we just confirmed the reservation (laughs) finally been going back and forth with them but they're going to give us a spot at the bar so folks if you're at san diego Go to the door and say you're with the Power of X-Men party and Lenore Zan, Michelle Flink, and JT. 
T. What, what is your mutant Jean- name? What are we calling you? Justy. 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 I don't like Justy. I'm sorry. I don't like Justy. I love it. Justy. I want to call him Shatterstar. I'm sorry. I'm like arguing with you your wife be, on like what to call you. It's like, no, you're going to be what I say you're going to be. We're I'm like, you what you say you're going to be is not what you're going to be. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You get what the people call you. I know. I'm Michelle Waffle. I don't even, I don't have a name. Like, I don't have a special name. I'm just, yeah. In my phone. Have I shown you how I have you programmed in my phone? I can pull it up because we talk like every day. Um, I have waffles next to you. Look at all those eggs. (laughs) You'll see all these missed calls and no one's programmed in here. Not not even my parents (laughs) are programmed in here. But you, have you programmed are. me? No, I have not. I haven't. Okay, well, I well, just called you this afternoon. So I try to, to program right who's now. This? Well, I programmed another two one four area code, and it was like a help desk when I called. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not Flink, so I have to reprogram you. I'll do that now. As Michelle tells us, where the internet can find her, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Michelle Waffle. You can also search Michelle Waffle. I am the only one on the interwebs that I know of. Other accounts are probably fake. Uh, We also have a joint account, my husband and I. We have Adventures in Geekdom. So it's adventures.in.geekdom where we chronicle our toy hunting and comic book (laughs) collecting adventures. And I'm at Power of X-Men on Instagram, much like Justy. I'm, I'm trying to pick up the Twitter game because like, I just want to like, I, I, I have so many feels that I want to say and I don't want to plague people on Instagram with. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting used to Twitter. I don't think I'm bad at it. I'm not great at it. I respect people who can just do retweet things. Stuff. Just retweet. Yeah. yeah. We will be doing a brunch on Sunday to break down the movie. We'll have Mr. Scott Free and Hall of Fam, and it's going to be fun. Me and Michelle, we can't wait to talk to them about it, and we'll dissect everything. Hall of Fam is such a huge... I mean, she's been waiting for this, but she's not seeing this movie until tomorrow, I believe. I don't know. How can You'll people see- wait? How, I, I agree. How can people wait? How but- can you wait? I had to wait but, to talk about it with people. It was hard. Oh, that's right. You went to the premiere. We'll, we'll dive into that next episode. <laughs> but folks, hit us up. All of us, we love conversations. Slide into our DMs. Tell us your spoilery thoughts. And we'll see you next time. Peace out. Well, thanks, sugar. The age of apocalypse is now over. And we'll see you next time. The age of apocalypse is over. For now. <laughs>